0: Hello
1: and welcome to Ascent Dental Radio, a program dedicated to the balance between the clinical aspect of healthcare and the business of healthcare. And now,
0: here's your host, Dr. Kevin Coughlin.
2: Welcome. My name is Dr. Kevin Coughlin from Ascent Dental Solutions. Recently, I decided to improve my business, which consists of 14 dental practices in Western Massachusetts. I'm a practicing dentist, and every day I have the trials and tribulations of every dentist. We have a large dental group practice and see over 100,000 patient visits a year. With that said, I had the ability to try to improve my business, and I decided, since we do an enormous amount of training, speaking and coaching in my practice, that it would improve my speaking abilities, and skills by joining the National Speakers Association. I recently went to my first annual meeting, and it was quite an eye-opener. But more important than even the meeting was the people that I met at that meeting. I was fortunate enough to come across Aidan Crawford, owner and creator of Short Circuit Media, and I'm happy to have him at this podcast to help him explain how we can help the healthcare profession, and in specific, the dental profession. What Aiden has done to help me with my business has been nothing less than extraordinary. Without any further ado, I'd like to introduce you to Mr. Aiden Crawford. Aiden, can we say a little bit about your business, how it got started, and what your goals are for the business?
1: Sure thing. Thanks for having me today, Dr. Kevin. I uh, Well, my, my business is it's kind of interesting. I, I come from a writing background. Uh, I got my start as a writer for entertainment covering music back in, when I was in college. And I bounced around in, as a freelance writer for a number of years before landing a corporate job in communications, just as the, the Internet was kind of breaking large. Um, I was part of the first dot-com boom, which became the first dot-com bust, and there was a whole bunch of us frog-marched out one cold February day, and, uh, but because I got my feet wet in the internet business, uh, I was quickly hired on at, some, at uh, one of the major insurance companies up here in Canada as their uh, web marketing specialist. Uh, from there, I, I, I kind of grew my, my expertise on uh, marketing on the web for a number of years, Before realizing I didn't want to be working in financial services for the rest of my life, so I took a little pay cut and I went to work for an agency, a digital agency, as a content analyst. And uh, from there, I I started doing my own marketing. I learned learned the tricks and trades, or the tricks of the trade, at the agency. And then I went out on my own, and now I help other companies uh, take care of their marketing uh, online. Uh, What I found is that marketing is a unique skill set that most people don't come out of school equipped for. So they're likely to be, you know, I hate to say the word conned, but they're they're likely to be uh, bamboozled by a lot of snake oil when it comes to marketing online and people get upsold on things that they don't need to get upsold on. And uh, my job is to come in and take a, a good look at a business, find out who their audience is, and uh, help them get in front of that audience so they're not wasting their time and their marketing dollars.
2: Well, I can tell you, you certainly provide a tremendous direction and guidance for my business. I've seen tremendous results. I've seen that we as dentists often lack marketing and business acumen. Currently, the trends say that most dentists spend between 2 and 4% of gross revenues towards marketing. The average dental practice that's successful is generally around a million dollars a year. That averages out to approximately $40,000 per year. Do you think those numbers are correct, or should they be modified, either increased or decreased?
1: I actually think that those numbers are correct. And I think there's probably an awful lot of your listeners who are spending a lot more than that every year. Um, Because somebody once said, half of my marketing budget is wasted. I just wish I knew which half. And, uh, a lot of the times, uh, people will go to a conference and they hear, oh, you know, you got to be on, 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 on Instagram and you got to be on all these different social medias and they go home and they're all excited and they sign up. And then next, you know, they've got 15 different profiles across all these social media. They're not working any of them and they're spending money to maintain them. And then they end up hiring experts to do the, the maintenance on them and they're not seeing any return. And it becomes a vicious cycle where they just keep signing up for the, the latest new thing that they read about and is supposed to be the, the new marketing savior but really the, the core ideal of marketing hasn't changed it's to find your audience know where they are and then get your message in front of them and with dentists uh, they, a lot of a lot of times I'll see a lot of kind of even even in my own my own personal uh, relationship with dentists I will see, a lot of their marketing fall flat because their webs- they don't pay any attention to their website. So what happens is you go to their website and it's this flat website that could have been designed in 1995 and it hasn't really been updated since. And maybe it's because they get so much walk-in traffic that they don't need to market that way. But because they're not paying attention to that, they're leaving a lot of uh, potential revenue on the table.
2: Aiden, along those lines, just to expand on this, on average, would you say that the dental websites should be updated daily, monthly, or yearly? What would be your recommendation?
1: Well, I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a couple of recommendations that everybody can implement fairly quickly and fairly fairly inexpensively. I think if you have a dental website, the first thing you need to do is convert it to WordPress. It's a very easy uh, content management system that's simple to manage. Somebody on your staff can manage it. Um, you know, if you've got kids, your kids can manage it. It's it's a very, very simple content management system, but it's also very dynamic and uh, infinitely scalable. So what that allows you to do is change things on the fly very easily so that you don't have to go back to a designer every time you need to make a change on your website. That allows you to actually update your website more frequently. And uh, so there could be promotions for for, for different things uh, based on holidays, maybe you want to do start a blog and write and start blogging every every week or so, um, and getting your content out that way so that people have a reason to come to your website, and also when they come to your website, make it easy for them to uh, actually connect with you and make an appointment. And what I find is when I go to even a lot of the even a lot of the dental sites that I have been to, uh, I find them to be very flat. Uh, not very informative. They're more of just a bio of the dentist and uh, an email address and a phone number. And, you know, I'm not even confident the email address goes anywhere half the time.
2: If you were to generalize young men and women trying to get into their own business and get their business going in the right direction, what do you think the cost and time in getting a WordPress website up and running should be?
1: Well, if I can get a WordPress website up and running in an hour or two. You know they're very easy to install, but let's say that you're uh, you're you're not tech savvy, and you just want to have uh, you 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 want to have somebody build it. My recommendation is to go to a site uh, similar to uh, Upwork.com or um, any any of the kind of um, uh, vendor sites and hire somebody. Uh, a lot of times, overseas will build you a website for a couple hundred dollars.
2: Your company, Short Circuit Media can do that? Or is that something that you would subcontract out or you would do more of the management in the content or actually the actual development of the website?
1: So what I, what I offer, uh, so it's a slightly different take on the question. So the initial answer that I was giving was for people that want to try and do it themselves. So, which I would encourage them to do. I'm, I, I think that I'm a, I'm a lifelong learner and I think that it's never going it's, to it, – it's always in your best interest to kind of learn the technology, and WordPress is a simple technology. So, um, you know, I had, a, I had a client that once told me, you know, I'll never take a nickel off somebody unless I can, unless I can justify my value. And a lot of the times, uh, I, I'll tell people right away exactly what they need to do. And if they have the time and inclination to learn to do it themselves, I encourage them to do it themselves. So I would say give it a shot if you've got the time to try and build your own website. The trick is in the content. Anybody can build a really, really nice website very quickly on WordPress. But if every page says coming soon, it's not worth a damn. So what we want to do, what my company does is we come in and we help create the marketing strategy around the website. So what is the content that's going to go in the website? How is it going to speak to your the audience you want to reach? So it really is defining, again, back to those core marketing principles, defining your audience and then you're crafting a message to get in front of the audience.
2: Now, is it true that putting video or video streaming on a website enhances the website success and improves the overall uh, looks or uh, cursory evaluations of the website from the public if there is a video streaming on it?
1: Well, it would depend. If if you're a dentist, let, let's keep it in the in the world of dentistry. Uh, what kind of videos would you put on? So, if the if the videos are something that are uh, educational, uh, maybe there's a, a video on how to properly floss or how to properly brush, or and you want to do these these weekly videos, they are definitely valuable. Um, the 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 problem is um, you you run out of you run out of content really quickly uh, if you say uh, I'm going to commit to doing a video blog every week. Well is it really going to be worth your time? Are you going to see a return on your investment of doing that? Now I could see doing a couple of instructional videos on how to do things so that uh, you can make them a part of maybe a a newsletter that you send out to your clients once a month. So you send out a monthly newsletter that has, you know, here's our dental video of the month where, you know, we're going to show you how to do something properly, kind of a pro tip kind of thing. Uh, That would be something that would engage people and make them kind of click on your newsletter and get them back to your website. Every of every bit of content you create should really have a purpose.
2: Now, I can only speak from my own experience. Having multiple offices in Western Mass, we have had very positive response of doing videos that show what the location looks like on the exterior and interior. I've also found that people are very visual, and if they can see that the office looks very updated and they see an upbeat staff, that generally attracts people who are interested in aesthetics and up to up-to-date technology would you agree with that
1: no I, I think that that would be that would fall for me as into a kind of category of a commercial where you're kind of going around and you're highlighting the, the what the practice looks like and it is very visual people are very visual um, my my thing is would could you create that on a weekly basis so what would be the if you, if you had that single video on a page on your website, what would be the um, attraction for somebody to come back the following week to view that same video again? So really, having a video like that is a great thing to have maybe on your homepage to kind of give somebody a, a grand tour of the place. Um, but I think if you want to have videos that attract people to the website and give them a reason to come back again and again, uh, to, again, make, so they can share them with their friends or family, get those referrals and that referral business going. Um, I think you have to create new content on a constant basis. And that could be something as simple as, you know, the pro tip of the month, which is a video where you're showing somebody how to do something, something very practical. But I don't discount the, um, the, the, the tour, the tour videos either.
2: Mr. and Mrs. Smith are saying how they've had a wonderful experience, or just what's happened to me in the last week. I simply called a patient at night, which I've been doing for over 35 years, to inquire how they were doing after a surgical procedure. And this person actually wrote a note or a blog and sent me a beautiful email saying, in all their years of having dental care and treatment and health care, no one had ever contacted them in the evening to see how they were doing. Is that something you would recommend putting into a website?
1: Oh yeah, I think testimonials are great. And that testimonial is a fantastic one. Somebody who goes out of their way to blog about your business or tweet out something great about your business, that is that's a fantastic promotion. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Because really word of mouth is what what, what what your business is gonna live and die on. If you if you're if if, if people know if you have a reputation for quality service and customer and, and, and great High quality service for customers. You know, people are likely to recommend you. If I go into a into a, a dentist, if I go, if I have a plumber, it doesn't matter what kind of business it is, and it, everything seems strictly transactional. I'm going to be not very likely to recommend that person. Sure, they're very competent, but there's a million competent people out there. There's a million competent dentists out there. Who goes that extra mile?
2: If you were to talk to just about all healthcare providers. What would be their ideal patient? And I'm generalizing here, but in general, I believe it would be someone who doesn't have insurance. It makes them more engaged and a better patient and or customer. But those people are few and far between. In my experience, most recently, patients will go to their dental insurance website, and they are making their selection based on the provider that the insurance company has listed on their website. Is there a niche that you could hone in on to reach what we would call the fee-for-service patients, the patients who seem in most cases most engaged because they are financially responsible for the care and service they receive?
1: Yes, and I think that, uh, and this goes into part of your marketing budget, I would say that the, and I'm going to give an example outside of dentistry, my wife is a successful personal trainer. And what she does is she uh, she does Facebook ads, so she has very targeted Facebook ads to, that are targeted geographically, very local. So as a dentist, the people that live within you know two or three miles of you are probably you know more likely to come make the visit to your office. Uh, you can actually. Create a Facebook campaign very inexpensively, like, like we're talking less than twenty or twenty to fifty dollars, that'll reach a significant proportion of people in the immediate area around you, based on their interests. So based on their life events, so you can you can target people that have just had a baby, people that have just got married, people at different stages of their life on Facebook that are right around you, because Facebook is an, an amazing medium to reach. Uh, demographics that are, are very specialized and in, in, in the B2C world because I don't believe it works very well for B2B businesses but for somebody who is in personal training or dentistry, I think that Facebook ads are a way to reach the, any kind of audience you want uh, including the people that have just got new jobs. Maybe people who have just lost their jobs. If they've just lost their jobs, then maybe they, and there are, you can, you can find those people, people who've just lost their jobs and who don't have insurance. So they would be the fee, the pay for fee or the, the, the service for pay.
2: Aiden, if our listeners wanted to get in touch with your company, Short Circuit Media, what would be the best way to reach you and to learn more about what you do and how you can help them improve their practice?
1: Sure. So you could go to shortcircuitmedia.com. And, uh, you know, if, if anybody's got any questions, they can send me an email directly. So it's Aiden A-I-D-A-N, at shortcircuitmedia.com. And I'd be happy to answer any questions that they have about the, how to improve their practice. I got to tell you, I give 99% of the stuff I do away for free. It really just comes down to if you've got the time and inclination to do it.
2: Thank you for taking the time from your busy schedule. You can find the podcast on iTunes. By searching under the name Doctor Kevin Coughlin, C O U G H L I N, Aidan, thank you for your time and expertise, and I'm glad I was able to meet with you at the National Speakers Association conference in Phoenix, Arizona. Aidan, do you have any last thoughts for our listeners?
1: No, I. I you know, I, I'm, I'm glad that you had me on. I really appreciate the opportunity to chat with everybody. And uh, again, just if you just put a little bit of effort into your marketing. And think about where your audience is, that's where you should direct your marketing your marketing resources. Don't go too broad, don't try and get a national audience. Stay local and that's that's where that's where the money is.
2: In closing, I'd like to thank Doug Foresta, who has helped me produce these podcasts, and you'll be hearing from him soon in future episodes. Again, Aiden, thank you for being on the podcast, and thank you all for listening. To learn more about my company, Ascent dash dental dash solutions visit www.ascent-dental-solutions.com This is Dr. Kevin Coughlin and thanks again for listening.
0: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c suiteradiocom
3: Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then